Welcome, you're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, release a new episode every Wednesday. The easiest way to remember is to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> I can't say subscribe, but you should subscribe. <laughs> you messed up last episode, subscribe, too. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> way to turn it into a demonic device by there saying it endlessly. I'll just say subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram, and and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how a few extra minutes will help get this in the hands of so many more leaders just like you, uh, getting betting like us. And then uh, visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community today. We continue our series of Eager to Follow. This is episode 170. You've titled this The Fundamentals of Followership. Woo! Fundamentals. So there's this great story that I'm sure everyone has heard that uh, legendary, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel left out if you haven't actually heard it yet. I apologize. Uh, legendary UCLA college basketball coach, John Wooden, who's the winningest college coach, uh, one of the most achieve has the most achievements of any college basketball coach in history, uh, that he would start every single year, every first practice with... This is how you put on your socks <laughs> and then show them how to put on their shoes and then literally walk through. These are the absolute fundamentals to the sport. And the, every year he would start back all the way at the very basics and just go, Hey, this is what it looks like. And, and this is kind of true. If you look at like legendary sports coaches, there's this common thread. Uh, Vince Lombardi would start every year with this is a football <laughs> <laughs> the goal of football is to get this ball past this line. Yeah. And there's always this piece like, hey, in, in every endeavor, we need to come back to these are the fundamentals. These are the basic pieces. This is what we're trying to do. And what I want to talk about this episode is I believe that the fundamentals to following well have been lost. Yeah. That we have so overemphasized. And hear me as like, I love the leadership conversation. This is a leadership podcast. But we have so completely neglected a conversation on what it looks like to follow well because all of the esteem, all of the accolades, all of the spotlight goes to the leader that the fundamentals of following are actually no longer understood. And so I want to take you through today what I think is really basic. Um, not just for following well, but because of the idea that I believe that the the foundation of followership is also a foundation for leadership. It doesn't have to become leadership to be valuable, but great leaders, part of your role will be to teach people how to follow well. Hopefully, they can figure some of it out for themselves. But But I do think if it hasn't been modeled around them in any way on this is what it looks like to follow well. It becomes your role to follow well and or to teach them how to follow well. And if you're in an organization and you're not in a leadership position, I want you to know the significance that you can have by, by actually modeling healthy followership, by modeling making positive contributions. Um, I heard this story recently uh, that whenever they ship bananas overseas to be sold in grocery stores they're very particular about ensuring that they're the proper level of ripe meaning like if you're shipping them across the ocean they need to be green bananas and one of the ways that you ripen bananas 
is introducing a ripe banana into the batch of green bananas. Did you know this? I had no idea. Oh, I think this is absolutely fascinating. And so they will strategically enter a yellow banana at the right time with all the green bananas, and that helps the other bananas ripen at a faster rate. Here's my, are you fascinated? Uh, yeah, I just, now you've blown my, my, my whole brain waves here. Now I'm thinking that like the little, the old banana gets in there. Hey, what's up guys? I'm, I'm here. <laughs> hey. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you guys have been waiting for me this whole time. Let's get ripe together. If you also want your bananas to ripen slower, you separate them. Yeah. Oh, how about that? There's a whole science on ripening yeah. bananas. I learned this. There Blows my mind. Love it. Uh, I want you today to be the yellow banana in the batch of green bananas. <laughs> I want you to be the yellow banana to go, hey, I'm, I'm on What's a team. Guys? I'm not the leader. <laughs> I'm on a team, and no one knows how to follow well, but I'm going to model that well and, in essence, say, What's up, guys? I'm here. <laughs> so three ideas for today. Uh, first idea is this, is that followers must know how to give support to their leaders, Okay fundamentals of following followers must know how to give support to their leaders this is a couple different things uh for one it's acting on key initiatives it's taking like hey here's the goal and even if it hasn't been specifically said this is the exact contribution you need to make to the goal i know that i need to make a contribution to what the leader is saying is most important to what they have defined are these overarching goals Bad followers need someone to tell them how to make a contribution. Good, healthy followers figure out how to make a contribution. And that's one way they support. Uh, another way that they show support is through personal support. Ready? I'm going to give you a question that is going to blow your mind. Oh, write it ready? down. Write it down. Ready? One of the best ways to initiate a supportive communication with your leader is to ask, how are you doing? <laughs> How about that? But I, I obviously I say that tongue in cheek, but have you ever asked your leader that? Yeah. <laughs> or have you only waited for them to ask you how you're doing and assuming their negligence in that made them a bad leader? They may be a bad leader, but you also may be a bad follower. <laughs> yeah. And one of the best ways you can support is to support them organizationally in terms of contribution, but to also support them personally. And I, I think we've we've so swung the pendulum so far. And I don't want to get real deep into this, but like we just like, oh, you're a brown noser. Yeah. Like that's it. And yep. that's the common term. And to go like, no, like you could you could just be supportive. Right. And that could be a healthy, helpful thing yeah. on there. And so that's first idea. Followers must know how to give support to their leaders. Second idea for today, fundamentals of following. Followers must know how and when to give feedback to the leader. This is oh so important. Followers must know, like giving feedback matters, but you need to know how and you need to know when. Uh, the best followers in the world will fail if they gripe about their leaders, but don't help them improve. So let me break these down in terms of how and when you need to give feedback. Uh, first piece of how. Uh, I want you to know that your feedback is viewed differently based upon does your leader view you as a critic, a contributor, or do they view you as a consultant? Woo. Do they view you as a critic, someone who's always negative? Do they view you as a contributor, someone who's making a positive impact or a consultant? And what I mean is like, you'll give feedback, but you never really do the hard work. 
you'll kind of enter in, enter out. You're halfway in, halfway out. The feedback that you give is shaped by how that person perceives you. And so I would just say real simply, you need to know how your leader views you in the contribution that you're making. You, you need to know not what, how you think your leader views you. You need to know how your leader views you. And ready, ready? Yeah, Second I'm question. Ready. Here we go. Ask them. Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about the contributions that I'm making? Yeah. So important. And if they lie, like there's nothing you can do about that, but they've got no reason to lie. Right. <laughs> Say, I think you're amazing. They probably think you're amazing. I think you've got some stuff you could work on. You're probably falling into the consultant or critic category within that. So just to know, hey, your feedback is viewed differently based upon how they view you. Um, second piece on here, followers must tell leaders how they feel and how intensely they feel about the issue concerning them. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this as like, I, I, I'm receiving uh, feedback all the time. Yep. And a lot of that is solicited. A lot of it is not. Correct. Like a lot of it, I've taken the time to ask, how's this going? How do you feel about this? A lot of it just heads my way. And there can be a tendency, and sometimes it comes in seasons, like every time something changes, heavy feedback season. Yep. Things are more standard, lower feedback. But man, when that heavy season of feedback comes, it's just like, I mean, sometimes you can just be drowning in it. Yep. You're not swimming in it. You're drowning in it. There's so much feedback coming your way. And I would just say like, personally, it is helpful when I know like on a scale of one to 10, how much do you actually care about this? I know where you stand, but is this a massive issue? Is this a minor issue? And that's just so important on the how is not to communicate just your feedback, to communicate how intensely you feel about the feedback. And then the other one is, and this may sound ridiculous, but I want to encourage you to get feedback on your feedback. <laughs> and that may sound like an endless loop and you go like, oh my gosh, we've gotten on the wormhole. This will never end. This is different than having a meeting for a meeting. <laughs> oh, well, I do hate those, but I call some of those sometimes and I apologize for that. Uh, so say like this, when you give your leader feedback, see how they feel about it. And it may sound weird as to say, get feedback on your feedback. But to say like, hey, could I share this? And and I, I really I really do care about this. And I want you to know that I'm concerned about where this is going and how it's going to turn out. Yeah. And don't just turn and walk out the door and go, boom, dropped a bomb. There you go. But but to end it with like, how do you feel about what I said? Yeah. And I, I would just encourage everyone uh, operate as if you have an open door until you don't have one. Yeah. Be be active in your feedback until it's been communicated to you that you should not be active <laughs> in your feedback, because I really think that's the best way to help. I've heard so many people say, well, they never asked. Well, that's a, that's a really bad way of viewing followership. Yeah. So third idea on here. Last uh, you idea. You didn't get to the wins. Did you want to do the wins? Today? Oh, thank you V because I appreciate, I, yeah, that's I've important. got lots of questions about wins. Oh, not W I N S W H E N S. Those, those wins. Okay. So yes, must know how and when to give feedback to the leader. So that was great feedback. Yeah. You realize yeah. I was going off course and yeah. you know, we planned that <laughs> when, okay. Uh, so let me give you a couple pieces, uh, broad base. Uh, you should know your leader's rhythms. Yeah. Okay. Not, not all times are good times to give feedback. Uh, don't tell me something bad Sunday morning right before I'm about to preach. Boy, is um, that the truth? Unless if it impacts what I'm going to do with right. preaching. Yeah. 
that is not the time to have a conversation about how you feel about the direction of the church. Yeah. <laughs> the worship pastor can't sing today. He has no voice. Yeah. I'll tell you that. That that I need to yeah. know. Uh, the worship pastor doesn't <laughs> like your hair color. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> There's nothing I can do. Well, I guess there is something I can do about yeah, that. Yeah, you can. There's nothing I'm going to do about <laughs> yeah. that. That's great. I wouldn't tell you anyway. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, if I could just share personally, uh, two of the biggest issues I've had, and I, I don't want to say I'm not responsible in this, okay? So just say I'm not abdicating responsibility, but we're two different incidents when a leader in the church, uh, one of them gave me feedback on a Sunday morning right before the sermon about something having nothing to do with what was happening, yep. how I handled a situation weeks ago. Right. They wanted to confront me then. That conversation did not go well. And I wasn't even, I just said, this isn't the time for me to talk about that. Right. And they did not like that one bit. Another time was after we had worked a 16 hour day in the midst of COVID trying to prep and transition stuff. And I had another leader in our church didn't like how I had handled something. And so they said, I need to give you a call to give you some feedback at 10 o'clock at night. And I texted back and said, now is not the time for me. Can we talk tomorrow? And they just texted me all of their complaints. Yeah. That did also not go well. Now I want to say like, as a leader, I'm still responsible for how, how I handle that. But I also say if they would have handled it in a healthier way and known timing on those pieces, those conversations would have gone radically different. Yeah. I'm still responsible, but so are they for the issue of timing. Okay. Right. So know your leader's rhythms. A specific piece, I would say there is a massive difference between giving feedback on the ideation phase and the implementation phase. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in the implementation phase, it's not the time to tell everyone about how you're doing stuff wrong. Because sometimes when the plan has been set, you just have to run with it. And at the end, you can figure out how you do it different. Yeah, it's good. But to say, like, this isn't going well. There's nothing we can do about it now. Right. And you need to know that. And, and then last off, I'd just like to give here. This isn't specifically when, but it's on the idea of feedback. But just you need to know there's a massive difference between challenging the process and challenging the leader. There's a huge difference between, I think we could do this better versus giving the feeling you're doing a bad job. And an insecure leader will always feel like they're being challenged, but a healthy follower will know the difference and a healthy leader will know the difference between challenging the process, I wanna make it better, versus calling out the leader, you're not doing a good job. That's great. So third idea for today, uh, the follower must never put himself in competition with the leader. Ooh. And I'll read a couple notes here because I want to get these exact. Uh, you need to disobey when it is necessary. And you might need to choose to walk away. We'll talk about that next week because it is time. But those are completely different things than undermining a leader. And that it is arrogant and delusional to assume that undermining the leader is the best thing for the organization because you could do it better. And I have talked to so many younger leaders who are in staff positions, other roles, and they assume that their leader sucks and the only way the ministry is still thriving is because they're still around. And so even though they don't trust the leader, like the leader, believe in the leader, they're gonna stick because it's really about them. And I wanna say like, you you have inflated your self-importance to an area where it's actually now mentally unhealthy. And to say like, undermining the leader is never the best course of action. You might have to be a whistleblower if something's going wrong, okay? You might have to walk away, 
if it's not the spot for you. But undermining the person who is still in place is never the healthy way to go. So you honor the leader, but you're loyal to the mission. Uh, so good. Um, I, it's, you know, everyone wants to be the leader. Uh, and it's really hard to follow to learn how to get there. I think I want to go back to the, some of the things that you asked uh, or told us about how and when, because I think. I think that's really hard for a lot of people to grasp because yeah. they allow their emotions to dominate the decision making. Good. Um, for you, um, because you report to a, a board. Yeah. Um, how do you decide when you're going to bring up something um, and when you're going to bring it up? What are some of those filters that you personally are, uh, you know, you're employing on a week to week or month to month basis to say, hey, I don't think this is knowledge that would help them do what they're called to do. And this is knowledge that would. And do you wait for that next board meeting or do you, when do you maybe give them an email before the board meeting? When, yeah. when do you, what's the filters just to help someone on the other end of this to say, hey, at a high level, where no, do you decide to do those types of things? Uh, I never want the board to be surprised by information. Okay. And so I don't think I'm putting them in a spot to succeed if I'm doing that. So that's when I send an immediate email is yeah. if they're going to hear the information from a different source, I'll tell them to make sure they're not shocked so they're in a spot to succeed. The other thing I would say is that most crises aren't crises. Yeah. <laughs> I was sharing with a group of pastors earlier today, and they go, I've been doing this now for 17 years, full-time. Uh, I'm not surprised by almost anything at this point in time. I've seen it all. First year, a lot of things felt like a crisis. Yeah. Because I'd never faced it before. Right. And you just realize over time, like, hey, they may be important, but they're really probably not urgent. Yeah. That's good. Um, the last thing I want to ask is um, you said there's a massive difference between challenging the process and challenging yeah. the leader. Uh, when does it start to feel like the challenging the process is challenging the leader? Yeah, I, I would just say this. You can know that based upon your personal perception of the leader. Yeah. If you're no longer willing to forgive... If you no longer trust, if you no longer believe in their ability, you are probably now challenging the leader. Yeah. And so it's not about, it's not nearly as much like what you do will be shaped by how you perceive them. That's great. How you perceive them informs what you do. And so you can check your feelings to really get a gauge on how you're going about it. I think that's so important distinction for people to realize where they're at when they're having these issues in day-to-day yeah. -day stuff. Uh, you've got some closing questions for yeah, us? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So a couple questions for application that I want to jump into. Uh, first off, am I giving frequent feedback to my leader at an appropriate time? And I would also add in here, if all your feedback is negative, then eventually your feedback will not be welcomed. <laughs> frequent feedback, positive and negative negative at the appropriate time. Uh, second question, am I aware of how my leader feels about my level of contribution? If you're not, you can ask. Yeah. And third piece, am I doing anything that is not in the best interest of the organization? And that's that last piece of like, the follower must never put himself in competition with the leader. Am I doing something that is actually putting the organization in a negative spot? I'm having a negative influence instead of a positive impact because I'm actually now undermining the leader. 
It's great. Uh, we continue the series eager to follow. Those three questions Ooh. will be available for you on the website. Make sure you check that out. And thank you for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it would mean the world to you, to me <laughs> and Kevin. If you did that now, also post about it, rate and review or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Uh, we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us we would love to hear from you and remember everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader make it count